seconds left. Boston only has a one-point lead. Greer is putting the ball on a play. He gets it out deep and have a check field. from the parking lot, and Vermont has a 59-55 lead. Swung line drive, let's see him. One run is in. Here comes Green. Here's the throw to the plate. He is safe. Braves win. Braves win. Braves win. Braves win. So five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engine! It's showtime. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is from corner to corner. And now, here are your hosts, Sean Big Papa Kite, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. Yeah! And it's welcome to season three! Let's go! It is season three of From Corner to Corner, and we are on the road to Cleveland Rocks! Cleveland Rocks! Cleveland Rocks! We're going to see the Indians play! The Indians, That's right, the Indians, please, thank you. We will never say thank the other name. never. Nope. They're not, they're not, they don't do anything with the Galaxy. No. Actually, we have already seen the Guardians. That's, that's true. Yeah. At this point, we are on our way. You literally just messed I it up. I literally called them the Guardians. At this point, <laughs> we are on our way to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and later we're going to Canton. Yeah. I'm, I've been inducted. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting your gold jacket and everything while you're I'm there? I've been trying to. <laughs> getting the bust. I mean, the let bust. me tell you, that would be absolute gold to see your bust in the. I'll be, I can show <laughs> you my bust. Head, not the head. His bust. <laughs> Anytime. A few more buttons Anytime. down, you can see the bust. Anytime you want to see the bust. <laughs> I usually have a button up on With the wife beater shining. You ought so. to just paint it in copper while you're up there and be like, hey, you want to see my copper bust? <laughs> you want to see my bust? <laughs> there it is. Well, anyways, uh, we are super excited uh, to to be here, getting ready to start off on season three. Thank you. Uh, we had a couple of weeks of uh, relaxation there, a little bit of time getting ready for this, and uh, we got a lot of big things planned for this season. We well, hope you're excited. We're going to mix things up the next couple of weeks. Are you ready? We're we're not going to talk so much sports over the next couple of weeks. And actually, because that's it's the boring part of of major well, sports. But but even with that, I think we're going to work in some non sports topics Absolutely. as we move along. Because you know we've talked multiple times that 
we hear Colin Cowart and Pat McAfee and, you know, all those Jake legs talk sports every day, all day. So we can give our opinions on the, on the hot topics, but we also want to dig a little deeper into things and, uh, and see, see how far we can push the envelope. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look. That's my goal. Our goal from the very beginning is well, to, to get a cease and desist letter, right? Always been my goal is so, to get a cease and desist letter. Because if we get to that point, we've we've made it. We've we've right? rattled. That's always been my logic all along. Even when we started as a pro wrestling podcast, if I can get a cease and desist letter from somebody, we need to get a PO box and just start giving out the PO box every time. And be like, okay, you don't like hey, it? Cease and desist letter at PO box. If you don't like it, have two, your people two, two, three. contact my people. <laughs> Well, I mean, and it's kind of one of those things. That's why I've used all the music and all that stuff. People are like, do you do you get permission to use all that? Heck no. No, I do not. I copy it off of YouTube just like everybody else does. So let them, let them come at yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Let them come at me. I'm waiting. So before we get to the big topic, Wes wants to rant for a minute. Wes is a little passionate. Listen, if you don't know this about Breadman Wes Crouch, he loves Tennessee football. There's not many things <laughs> Absolutely love in this it. world that he loves more than Tennessee football. If you go by his house over on Judy where he's the mayor he on is a the mayor Saturday Judy. afternoon, you'll hear Rocky Top blaring from right. the Bluetooth speakers. Right. I mean, listen, if you tell him to suck an orange, that's, that's, that's fighting words. Don't tell that man to suck an orange. All right? You wow. still got your Peyton Manning jersey? Autographed. Game worn. That's back before Peyton Manning framed in the living room over the mantle. Yes, yes. Uh, Shelly, that is not moving. No, don't you dare touch that. (laughs) Put the family pictures in the hallway. It is signed to the mayor. That would be pretty cool, actually. (laughs) Well, yeah, because Peyton Manning, and he's. But being a Tennessee fan is not what I am. You're not? No, no, no. Are you sure? Since when? (laughs) And. He's as much a Tennessee fan as he is a Cincinnati Reds fan wearing that shirt right now. <laughs> Come on now. It does say De La Cruz on the back. No, <laughs> I've had it for 30 years. No, I promise you. I've had this shirt for at least 20 years. Not a letter on it is faded. Stitching still good. All right. Let's let him rant. Tennessee football got the most – the limp, limpest wrist smack – on their hand. You stop it. You stop it. That's exactly what the NCAA said this week, this last week. You stop it. You stop. Tennessee, quit that. Don't you dare. Do it again. You do it again. We'll slap you twice. I'll finger point at you. So the, they had uh, they had eighteen level one infractions. So tell and us. Let me and oh. let me just give you a little bit of an understanding here. The current NCAA rules say that for a level one infraction, it's a one to two year postseason ban. For each one, they got nothing. They got they didn't they got no postseason ban. They got they have what eleven wins taken away or something? eleven wins taken away. Wait, Big freaking deal. Jeremy Pruitt, that might have been the only wins he had at Tennessee. And it's all and it's true. all because they've got a good they had a good team last year. They'll probably have a good team this year. They've got a good coach, 
and they're like, well, it's not his fault. It doesn't matter. And they got one they, of the hottest prospects coming in at quarterback. When too. they paid players before that was allowed. And Is that, that what was, the infractions was? Yes. Not all of them, but Most a good them. portion of them. When they paid players before that, and, and a, half of those players didn't even come to Tennessee, but they went ahead and paid them anyways. Hey, come on in. One of them we'll give was you $6,000. Uh, one of them was the tight end that went to Georgia. Right. Darnell uh, Washington was Right, exactly. Darnell he Washington. Drafted. He got, just yeah. got drafted. Um, and they just limp wrist smacked him and said, NCAA said, that's, that's, that's not very nice. So where does that compare to, like, North Carolina's basketball punishment? When they were fake classes, going to fake classes. I mean, it's the same difference because right? they got nothing too. But those classes were open to everybody. They weren't just <laughs> basketball specific. Right. It was That's ba- how they skirted around that. It was basketball, football, tennis, but, any athlete. Come on. But they see, it was open to everybody though. The other kids at school just didn't know about these classes because they couldn't register for right. them. Right. So Tennessee got an eight million dollar fine. <laughs> Big deal. They got. A probation for five years, and, and I'm sure they'll be watched. I'll, I'm Greg sure they Sankey will. will make sure they. Get I'm sure watched. they will be. But guess what? The NCAA has already uh, shown that you could be on probation and do something wrong again, like Louisville did. And guess what? They got lip wrist smacked. Also, you can't punish a new coach though for something it, that two coaches. Ago and that's did. exactly what right. the NCAA is yeah. doing to Tennessee. He's a new coach. You can't punish him. Bullcrap. SMU. You want to guess how many infractions they had when they got the death penalty? That was a different time, though. It was a different time, but you want to guess how many infractions they had? Three. Eight. Yeah. Eight. And they had, and Tennessee had 18. That was Before NIL. SMU was a different time, though. It was a different time. And they had tw- and Tennessee also gets 28 scholarships taken away. Who cares? They got 85 scholarships. 28 is a big deal, though, because that's 85 over a four-year span. Ask Coach Prime how big a deal 28 scholarships is. He would love 28 scholarships <laughs> right now. Yeah. Still, still but, beat Nebraska, but that's another story for another day. Here's the thing. Tennessee came out of this smelling like a rose because yeah. not only did they get rid of limp, limp noodle Jeremy Pruitt, Who's car salesman right now, who, probably. Who's a terrible head football coach. Terrible. They got a much better replacement in Josh Heupel. Yeah. Yep. Do you think if they would have had another bad year, the punishment would have been worse? No. No. I mean, I don't know how they get away without having at least one year of postseason ban. Here's what it comes down to to me. I agree with you. Uh, the NCAA's got to go away. It does. And it's, it's and in football, it almost has. But it's got to go completely away. They are not even trying at this point. Here's what I'll tell you, though. College football is better when teams like Nebraska, Tennessee, right. Florida, like whenever you can get these, they're not quite the Blue Bloods, but they're the next tier down. When you can get those teams playing good football, too, college football is better. So – you look. They looked, and they're like, oh, they're pretty good last year. Oh, they're going to be pretty good this well, year. Joe I mean, Milton could win the Heisman if, Trophy. If, because Joe I, Milton has been recruited by Heifel since Heifel was OC at Missouri. And, yep. and it, if, if Coach continues his winning ways, 
Well, this is the last year of only four teams in the playoffs. You're going to see Tennessee, LSU, Georgia, Alabama. It's going to be hard to keep those four teams out of the playoff every year. With, with, with teams like that and with the way that the transfer portal is now in, in, in IL – the NCAA is never going to go throw after. Auburn in there now too. With yeah, the, a few the NCAA is never going to, you know, never going to punish a team that's basically given them the death penalty. They give them the two year postseason ban, there'll be a mass exodus, and yep. they're like, "Yeah, we can't do that anymore." So you talk about Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze is a walking infraction. Auburn's going to be in trouble within within five years. Never got in trouble at Liberty, though. and you know what? It may not matter. But it's Liberty. Nobody cares. Exactly. At this point, it may not matter. Oh, we'll just get uh, well, two or three, four, five years of probation, but we can keep playing, by God. Here's the deal is Josh Heupel, whenever he leaves either this year or next for the Oklahoma job, um, he's put Tennessee <laughs> in a lot better position. You're not wrong. I, I know. I don't think he leaves Tennessee for Oklahoma. I don't Oklahoma. know, man. Oklahoma. Last year, I would have said yes, but after what he's I, built Tennessee I, back to. I will say, he Tennessee – can pay them more. It's just a you matter think you of pay more in Oklahoma. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, but it, it, it's all a it's all a heartstring tug. I if, didn't, if he wants to go to Oklahoma, I mean, because Brett Venables is on his way out. Oh yes. If he stumbles again, and I think he's going to, because I look like, I mean, he's he's already picked to finish like third or fourth in in and, the Big Twelve this year. And right? Oklahoma, that don't that don't fly. No, 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 no. I, I'm excited. Uh, you know, a few weeks from now, we're going to be kicking off. You know, college football season <laughs> kicking off, and I'm I'm excited. You know, to be able to talk about that because I I think that'll be. I, I know what we did last year with it, and I think this year we can make it a little bit better and be a little bit more in depth with it. And that would be interesting because the que- that's a good question. Oklahoma's coming to SEC country, mm-hmm. so could he could he make Oklahoma SEC relevant? Yes, because Venables can't. Josh Heupel is a good football coach. I think Venables deserve to be a head coach. I don't think Oklahoma should have been his first one. Brent Venables is is why you're you're, you're going to look at guys like Brent Venables and you're going to find out that they're we're starting to see we're going to start seeing a flux of uh, coaches that are like, no, I'm fine being a coordinator. Like I saw what happened to him. Mm-mm, not doing it. I mean, we've talked about this on the show before. I asked that question about being comfortable, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Venables had a job at Clemson and forever. And he probably would have been number one pick if Dabo leaves to go to yeah. Alabama. And that would have been a good spot for him because yeah. he would have already been established there. Yeah. So, I don't, I'm rooting for him. I like Brent Venables. But I'm like you. If he has another – no, like eight, if he has an eight win or less season this year, he is gone. Well, I think if he goes five hundred or worse, he's out. And the question I I didn't tell you. First of all, I loved the show last week. I didn't even listen to it uh, when I edited it. I just did the sound reduction and popped it in there because I knew I was going to be driving home on Saturday, so I wanted to listen to it fresh. And I thought it was a good show. And you know, I thought it was hilarious. You grilling. Um, Jordan about all of his sports teams, but he was like, "Yeah, I like him, but who plays on that team?" He <laughs> was like, "He's so, definitely a pro guy." Yes, definitely. But like, you had a legitimate question about Ohio State, and I agree with you. If 
Ryan Day loses again this year to Michigan, it's going to be hard to keep him and, from and getting fired. And like legitimately, he could go eleven and one with that one loss being to Michigan. That'll be three straight losses to Michigan. Yeah, you don't do that. They, you don't do that. Yeah, one of the biggest, and, and we'll talk, we'll save this for college football. But you think about three of the four teams. Well, reverse it. Well, yeah, technically, put your thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Yeah. Is it worth Four it? of the top five teams it? that finished the season last year all have brand-new quarterbacks this year. The only one that doesn't is Michigan. So, it'll be interesting to see how that, that plays out. So, But anyways, any hey, more rant there? Well, Wesley? no. Did we know that Wesley was the last caller on KSR last week? Did you know that? No, he he was he was the very <laughs> last caller. Brandon Walker was was filling in for the KSR guys, and our very own Breadman West Crouch was the last caller. And I called him a couple days after that because I was listening to Brandon Walker's Unnecessary Roughness podcast, and one of the other hosts was like. I was listening to KSR the other day, and one of the callers had a question, and it sounded like something the bread man would ask. So while I'm working, I got my AirPod in. I, was, I pulled my phone out real quick, called Wes. I was like, hey, I got to know. Was this your question? And he's like, no, that wasn't mine. Now, we did kind of rag on the bread man because he did not give a shout-out to the front corner. He did not. Uh, it was Yeah. He did not, and he was the last caller. What was your question? Or what was his question? Well, uh, he's going to try to pull it up. Let's go to uh, Wes. It'll be our last Wes, caller. Finish us off, Wes. Hey, Brandon. Hey. Uh, uh, first of all, Tennessee sucks. And uh, <laughs> second of all, I just need your opinion on this. Uh, the bloodline is the best storyline ever told in wrestling history. Yes. I'll talk to y'all later. Didn't know we were going to finish on two <laughs> wrestling calls. <laughs> but I would dispute that. I think the greatest storyline of all time is Austin McMahon. Shannon don't know what he's talking Stone about. Stone Cold, Vince McMahon. I don't think you, you know, can top that. It's it's tough uh, as far as long term storytelling goes. Uh, I think those and the, the Macho Man Elizabeth Hogan mm-hmm. back in the late eighties was fantastic. Um, the NWO storyline would have been great if it had an ending. They just kind of let it meander until it petered out. Um, but it started as well Truth. as any. But I got I got a scent for the bloodline here. I mean, this bloodline story it 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 has taken Roman Reigns, who was you know a guy they pushed for years above his station and then it, it turned him into an icon to a legend and it's taken the two tag team guys and made them part of the biggest storyline of wrestling it's made multiple main eventers it made Sami Zayn a main eventer like this thing everybody it has touched it has made better and has put in the main event it's been incredible it's as good a storyline as i can remember austin mcmahon was great yes it was great but that also had austin mcmahon there were huge names and stars before that storyline even started this storyline lost everybody into the stratosphere. Yeah. There you go. He's right. He is right. I mean, we've said it for two years now. By the way, we that we started as a wrestling podcast. If so. you can't tell, I'm doing the – and you can't tell because this is audio. <laughs> You're doing the Blake Shelton. I'm doing we, the Blake – We do not have video I'm yet. doing the Blake Shelton finger point because I've legitimately said this for years that it's the greatest storyline ever. It's the greatest story in professional wrestling ever told. How'd you do it? The Blake Shelton. Get you some. <laughs> so that was that was, that was cool. How long did you have to sit on wait in order to get into that? I I lucked in and I got in within five minutes of me put them put me on because wow. yeah I, I just somebody got off and I dialed in and there it was. 
the slanging old, the, bread. The old uh, Indiana Jones uh, switcheroo right there. I didn't get the boulder coming at me. Luckily. Well, I mean, I am, we are disappointed that you uh, did and not. I dropped the ball. You did. I did. You he should was have more gave us a shout out. He was more worried about getting in there that Tennessee sucks than of he was course. giving a shout out to the front corner corner podcast. It's my rant. They probably would have hung up sucks. on him if they would have tried to promote a podcast. Joe Milton could win the Heisman. He could. I mean, he throws the ball 90 yards. Big deal. But like like I said, like Heifel's been going at him since Missouri. One of the things he said to him when he was Missouri's offensive coordinator was, these other schools are letting you – they're recruiting you to go play quarterback, but they want to change you. You can come here, and I will let you do what you do. Yeah. And now he's got him. Yeah. Yeah. So, interesting. Good start there. Good start. So, Neil, you want to lead us into the main topics? Sit back. Buckle in. Everything you are about to hear may or may not be true. It's for you to decide. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. So... We're going to do conspiracy theories. This is something, like, you all will not, the listeners will not begin to imagine the number of times that we talk about conspiracy theories uh, amongst ourselves. And it's something that everybody, there's a conspiracy theory out there somewhere that somebody, like, everybody believes a conspiracy theory of some sort. Okay? So we got to, so, so we've been talking about doing this show for a while, and we were like, hey. Why not do it to kick off season three, right? So we were sitting down. We all picked our own conspiracy theories. And I don't think that we decided it had to be one that you necessarily believed, but one that you feel pretty passionate about that there's enough evidence. So uh, tonight you get to listen to mine and Adam's conspiracy theory. Next week you get Wes, Sean, and Microphone Mike's conspiracy theory. Hopefully he brings one. Wes... (coughs) Is dying. Is dying. Sorry. Uh, he, he's really AI right now. He is. That's it's, a new conspiracy it's, it's, theory out there on the interwebs. The dark webs. I am the AI. You're the answer? I am the answer. Artificial intelligence. Practice? <laughs> um, Adam, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. So... The, comp- the conspiracy theory I'm bringing, I'm, I feel like this is the Midnight Society. Y'all watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, absolutely. Like, the meetings of the secret Midnight Society. Yeah, the meeting of the secret. <laughs> I present to you for you know the approval of the Midnight Society, and you throw the thing, the dust in there. The dust on the fire. <laughs> go, or happen to just have 6.30 a.m. on when you get in the car at 4 o'clock, and they're talking about the... The wackadoodles are talking about the uh, George, aliens and George stuff. George Norrie does a great job early in the mornings, in case y'all are. Like, he plays into these callers so good. There was one time, not to get off track. But, but it's, yeah, go on. There was one time a uh, caller called in. I forget where he was from. But, you know, early morning drives, you're half asleep sometimes. And this, this caller woke me up. He said that they were talking about Bigfoot. He said one night, it was late at night, he stepped out in his backyard to throw some trash in the trash can, and he saw a shadowy figure out in the, right past the wood line in his backyard. He said, now this creature, it could have been seven, eight foot tall. He said, and he moved closer, 
and I could tell that he was fully erect, and that was the size of a horse. <laughs> hey, at that point, I don't care what he said, I lost it the rest of was he from West Virginia? No, it was, I'm wanting to say it was like Wyoming or somewhere. So, well, it's funny. My dad is a truck driver, and he used to uh, drive. Hold on. What are you shaking your head about? Got an itch in there. Yeah. <laughs> Earworm. Uh, my dad uh, used to drive his little Ford Ranger to go. He didn't live as close to the truck. He had to drive a little way. Uh, he drove to Louisville. L's down, Wes. L's down. L's down. Um and there was this gas station he always stopped at right outside Barthtown. And when and they used to have those you remember when those huge gigantic figures of Mary and Jesus were like concrete figures were a big thing? Yes. They're like six foot tall. And then they then they Bigfoot and stuff came after that. But at first it was and one day he was getting in his truck and light shined and uh, and it hit one of those big figurines and he said a shadow of like a nine foot and he said it scared the daylights out of me <laughs> and he said only to look over and find out it was Jesus uh, but uh, th- so that I, that's that that that's pretty funny but I'm gonna start I'm gonna I'm gonna present to the Midnight Society a conspiracy that I believe is true and that is the moon landing. I don't think we landed on the moon. And everybody's like, oh, shut up. There's pictures. There's, there's Ronald Reagan made a call to the moon in 1969. You mean to tell me Ronald Reagan could call the moon in 1969 and I lose cell phone service in 2023? Because court day weekend? Right. It's like, but, but Ronald Reagan could call the, oh, so we, Apollo 11 had a dial-up phone on there, like, how long would that cord have to be? Like, what the hell? That's a fair question. I mean, so one of two things. Satellite, to, so so we either had satellite phones, but you look, you, you can see videos of Ronald Reagan. He's on a, like, the, the, the regular phone. the Rotary. Yes, that's the word I was looking for, rotary. I was just making sounds. Uh, and he's calling, talking to the astronauts on the moon. First thing, that didn't happen. Second... <laughs> And he wasn't even president then. Well, then it was Nixon. I mean Nixon. Okay. Did I say Reagan? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I was like, it's totally right. <laughs> no, it was Nixon. Oh, okay. And nobody nobody believes Tricky Dick. Nobody. The be- so, the other biggest thing is the flag was already on the moon. What? So, right? <laughs> it's waving. There's no gravity. There's no, like, it's the flag's waving. You see, we went... Apparently, Apollo 11 through 17 were all lunar expeditions. Five of the seven, four of the seven, anyway, all but two made the moon, allegedly. The most famous one that didn't was Apollo 13. Turned it into a great movie. So my biggest piece of damning evidence of why we did not go is why haven't we been back? 1972 was the last time we allegedly went to the moon. And our technology now is way more advanced than it was in 1972. Way more advanced. So if we had been to the moon, why haven't we gone back? Not only that, no one's gone back. Nobody. We're, we're still the only country that has went to the moon. I, I have put air quotes there. The only country. So you mean to tell me, 
in 40 years, no other country has technology to go to the moon. China doesn't have technology to go to the moon? So what if, and this is going to be out there, what if we went to the moon, aliens happened to be there, and they just kind of dared us, hey, you step foot on our turf again, boom, boom, we're at war. <laughs> with the moon aliens. With the, with the aliens. <laughs> A conspiracy within the conspiracy. So, have you ever seen the the? There's been videos and stuff where they've showed the the pictures and like different shadows make it look like that people were like like it was a shadow on a picture. Well, have, have you ever seen that? I have. And people are like, well, what about these pictures? They their training exercises, especially Apollo 11 with Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. A lot of their stuff they did in pools, and a lot of the pictures that they took. Look exactly like they were like they just darkened out the pool that they like. It's like we didn't. Nobody will ever be able to convince me that we ever went to the moon. And and you you look at videos of Buzz Aldrin and uh, Neil Armstrong and just how like happy they were prior to Apollo Eleven. And then they came back from the moon and like they didn't talk about it. Like I mean I, they talked about it, but not like. There was no joyful noise that was like, it was just, eh. But they have moon rocks. Yeah. Yeah, moon rocks. Sure they do. Sure. They got moon pies, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love those things. <laughs> Banana's the best. By far. I agree. Banana's the best. But I I feel very passionate about, and, and, and I end a lot of arguments about this, because I talk to a lot of people about it. I had a lot of arguments. Why haven't we gone back? And the number one response I get is, well, we don't need to. Because we've already seen everything. And I'm like, you don't think our technology is better in 40 years? I mean, Elon Musk is the one that's over SpaceX, right? Yes. If anybody's going back to the moon, it's going to be that joker. I mean, you re- you realize, like, if you Googled right now, if you all pulled your phone out and Googled a, a picture of Earth... They all, no picture of Earth looks the same. Have you have you all seen like they're all different colors? They're distorted. Like it's only half. Like it's it's weird. I we do. I I do believe we do have a, 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 a international space station in in outer space. I do believe that. I do believe that it's manned. But I don't think that we've ever been to the moon. Like I don't know that we have legitimate pictures well, of. This, well, this, Oh, sorry, go ahead. The space station has more validation because not only is it us, but you've got you've had Russians that's gone to right. the space station. You've had Japan, the, uh, Chinese that's gone to the space station. They can validate, yes, it's there. But when it goes to the moon, there have only been Apollo 11 through 17 missions to the moon, and that ended in 72. And no other country's been back since. We it started with a race against Russia. We were trying right. to we were trying to beat Russia to the moon. Which right. that's a good movie too. I can't remember what the name of it is. Um, that had um, Kevin Costner in it. Oh man, what is the name of that movie? Are you thinking Thirteen Days? No. Okay. Because Thirteen Days is a great movie, but it's the it's the it's the it's the, it's the Cuban Missile Crisis. It, it is. That is a great movie. <laughs> so. I just Googled, why haven't we been back to the moon? Uh It says, 
It was the political risk that prevented it from happening so far. Hidden figures. Yeah, that's it. The program takes too long and it costs too much money, which we're like so many trillion in debt. Why are we worried well, about the money? So I also read that um, the captain of the Apollo thirteen, so Apollo eleven caught everybody's attention, right? Apollo twelve, nobody talks about, and then everybody talks about Apollo thirteen because it was the trip that the whole thing was just get them home safe. Yeah, so it turned into. Apollo 14, I think it was the guy that was the captain of the Apollo 14 aircraft or spacecraft that said after Apollo 13, like, nobody cared. Like, Apollo 11, we landed on the moon, hip, hip, hooray. Apollo 12 was like, eh, been there, done that. And then Apollo 13, people almost died. They're like, ah, oh, let's get them home safe. And now nobody cares about it. Yeah. Listen. They are planning a trip. 2025 is when it's currently scheduled for us to land back on the moon. Well, we will have better technology, and if they place their feet on the moon, I want to see the flag there. I want to see Neil Armstrong's there, foot. There is no flag there anymore, allegedly. Where'd it go? I don't know. But I thought they took it down and took it with them. I don't know. I don't think they left it there. I thought they left it to place like this is... Well, and, and that's one of the biggest things. I, you know, I kind of... When he when he is the the small step for man, the giant step for mankind, and he gets out, and the flag is already there, like how the heck did that get there? Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, that's probably well, bad, I mean, bad movie writing in the nineteen sixties would have would have done that. And you know, I know once they went moved past the the Apollos and they started going into the space shuttle, those weren't designed to go to the moon. Right. Those were designed for further space exploration and getting the space station and stuff like that. So it's like they changed the narrative of what they wanted to do. I will. But if, I do agree. In if, 40 years, we should have been back. If we go to the moon in 25, I'm going to tell you, I will be a firm believer if we get video proof that those jokers are there and as, and as good as the internet is now, we'll know, like, there's some... There'll be a live Twitter feed. Right. <laughs> Right, it'll be live. So it's like, it's like I will then be like, "Hey, that's the first time we've been on the moon." There you go. These dudes right here, these 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 f- females, first people on the moon. I do not believe up until twenty twenty five potentially that we've that we've been on the moon yet. So there is a, there's one that's scheduled to loop around the moon in twenty four, and then we land on the moon in twenty five. Is that SpaceX that's doing it? I don't. I know. bet it is. And I mean. Here's the thing. If you dig into this moon landing, you also, and I'm not going to talk about this one today, but, and I'm not saying I believe this one, but I'm saying the evidence, they make compelling arguments. Flat Earth. You're flat earthers. Uh, my wife and I, I told her what the topics were going to be, and that was her conspiracy theory. She said, I think the Earth is flat. And then I gave the conventional, well, why didn't Christopher Columbus just go off the edge then? Right. But what about Michael Collins? Who cares about Michael Collins? Only Collins that matters is Phil Collins. But he went to the dark side of the moon. Was there proof? I mean, that's what he says. (laughs) He could have also been on a bad acid trip. 
and didn't know where I mean, he was. If he, I mean, he, he I mean, he died. He died um, when he was ninety years old. Which which astronaut that means he was kept it? A, uh, secret for a long but, time. Which, but which, at the same time, that goes back to him. What Neil said about uh, the joy, like they didn't like which, Buzz Aldrin. And them, they didn't. Which have joy. astronaut was it that on their deathbed said that they didn't make like we didn't go to the moon? It, there, there was an astronaut that supposedly landed on the moon because there have been twelve astronauts, American astronauts, that stepped foot on the moon. One of them said on their deathbed that it never happened. Wes, you Googling? No, he's trying to prove me wrong. All right, but I'll Google. the Flat Earthers, I'm telling you if, you, if you get into it too far, the Flat Earthers, again, I'm prefacing this by saying, I don't believe the Earth is flat, but they do make some pretty good compelling arguments. I mean, if Earth is flat, then all the other planets would have to be flat too, right? Not necessarily. But we don't know because we haven't explored them. Only the moon. And we didn't do that. (laughs) So, since we're on the space topic, there's another conspiracy theory that comes out of NASA. The shuttle explosion in in 86. I'm a firm believer in that. I don't think... I think it was unmanned. There is way too many people that look like those people who are allegedly (laughs) on that space shuttle. There's no way that... Yeah. they, They all have... Uh, like what was it? Five of them have twins. It's like it was weird. A lot of doppelgangers running out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And and like I remember that day. Yes, I, I remember that day like nine eleven. Yes, I remember watching that transpire and the world with a giant gasp. Yeah, and and then then you see all these people that are old and out. But I mean. Like, what kind of hush money would have to be paid? Or is it threats? We'll kill your whole freaking family. Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. He's the one that said on his deathbed. There you go. That it didn't happen. And and Neil Armstrong will not put his hand on the Bible and say that they he went, went to the, the moon. moon. Well, one small step for man. One giant leap for from corner to corner <laughs> podcast. One giant leap for fraudulent behavior. And I mean, like, the joy part of it is probably when he's been told, you can't tell anybody you didn't go to the moon or we'll kill your whole family. Well, and it's because, well, I mean, you look at it. The like, Clintons were around then, I'm pretty sure. Well, you look at it, you're like, you're like, easy now. That's, that's Sean Kuyper. That's Sean Kuyper. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Mount Sterling, Kentucky. The rest of us are... Completely fine. We're fine. We didn't say anything. Um, Huge. But you have um, Neil Armstrong, and you look at, like, you get told, like, you're selected to go to the moon. Can you imagine, like, the the pride, the joy that you have from that? And then the only reason Buzz Aldrin looked happy later, I, I think he's still alive, right, Buzz Aldrin? Or did he die recently? Buzz Aldrin is the only one alive. He's had so much plastic work done, he can't even frown. So he always looks happy. <laughs> So that's the only reason he always looks happy. He found Botox. He found Botox. <laughs> but I think they all got wealthy beyond their wildest imaginations. Right. Uh, and it's just they had to keep a secret. You just can't tell anybody that we didn't do that. 
because it was it was uh, it was a thing of American pride in '69. Whenever whenever Apollo 11 went there, it was we're going to beat the Russians. This is you know the Cold War. All this stuff's going and on. The, and the funny thing is, the Russians never went. No. Nobody's no, ever no, gone. Nobody, because they That's lost it. the they lost the race. <laughs> so, so you know, the Russians were just like, "Ah, hell with it. We're not trying no more. We we've put so much money in this. Ah, forget it. Forget it. We're not going no more. Boris, Natasha, <laughs> go back. No more. Gorbachev said, "Ah, uh, we're not doing that." Yeah, he's like, "No, no more." So, think about what you did. Russia put all this money in to beat the United States to the moon, and then they just stopped. Right. Like they didn't even try. They stopped because even, of one TV shot. I mean, <laughs> even the Chinese. I the mean, Chinese would have. Uh, they just. They just didn't do it, and they're the ones that would be like, "I don't care what they say. I mean, we're going to do it regardless." The most Russian thing they could have done is go up there and take our flag and stop it. And put it. Well, I'm surprised at this point the Chinese don't have an iPhone factory up there, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, iPhone and a Nike outlet, right, right there, right there. <laughs> and it's like, no. But people like that. There's people who believe we really landed on the moon. Maybe we did. The evidence doesn't. And I mean, of course, you read articles and they're like, "We'll debunk all these facts." And I'm like, "But did you really debunk those facts?" <laughs> debunked in your opinion, right? Neil says he debunked the debunk. Well, have you all seen the crosshairs that are on pictures? From they were from the, the camera, like the camera crosshairs. There's objects that are in front of the crosshairs. So it's like they were superimposed on the photos, and they're like, "Well, that's just that's just grainy angles. It's just it's all about that." No, like the flag is in front of the crosshair. <laughs> How is that a grainy angle? So, Wes, what do you think? I don't know. I always thought we landed on the moon. I and everybody's like, "Well, so I think between Olympic sized pools." And the Arizona desert. I was just out in Las Vegas. There is some debt. Like, there's places that you nobody will see. I mean, that's where we set off the atomic bomb to see what it would do. Like, we, which by the way, that movie coming out is going to be yes. phenomenal. Oh yeah, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is going to be that really will good. be really good. Yeah, the three of us should go see it. Yeah, because <laughs> well, there's one of us still. <laughs> But that's hurtful. We have, I mean, we have all these deserts. We had pretty decent movie capabilities back in back in the sixties. Yes, it Just is, didn't pay attention to detail. It is highly plausible that we just recorded this out in the middle of the desert if, and in Olympic pools. If you, if there was video of him coming off of the the lunar module with the flag in his hand, he goes down to the ground, walks over. Stakes it in the moon. Would you believe it then? Probably not. I don't even think Neil heard what I said. I did. I would not believe it then. You still wouldn't believe it? Nope. I think that's the biggest thing that gets people. Hold on. This is Nixon talking to the astronauts. Dude, just landed. I have an announcement here. I want both of them in the field of view. Yeah, I think something rather important is coming up here. I think something rather important is coming up here. So anyway, like even the so there's a video camera up there on the moon. They took a video camera. Steven Spielberg went with them. They set up a tripod. 
Michael Collins is holding it. He did everything, and Neil and Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. Oh, look, there's 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 Nixon talking in the Oval Office to the moon. The most historic telephone call that ever happened. But I lose service in downtown Mount Sterling in 2023. <laughs> Richard Nixon called the moon in 1969. But there are White House lines that probably have a lot more capabilities than what our gravy lines do. Again, Richard Nixon called the moon in 1969. It don't add up. It does not add up. And to, to, to answer your question, would, would I believe if like if triumphantly you see like Neil Armstrong bouncing off the Apollo 11 spacecraft on the moon like ah, Team America no I, I would not because I'd be like why couldn't that have been done out in the desert the phone call though can kind of be explained because do you think that they've been to space before and after they've been in space yes okay they still have to communicate with them one way or the other oh I'm talking and about so the patching, phone call. Patching the phone call in with radio transmissions and stuff like that, I think they can do that. Listen, there was not Sarah sitting there in Mayberry, and, and Nixon was like, Sarah, page me through to Apollo 11. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah? Sarah, you there? Sa- it didn't oh, happen. What Sarah just said? Sarah, you don't need to be listening to this phone call. <laughs> Sarah, I need you to unplug yourself right now. <laughs> but no, that, that didn't happen. I and there's no amount of evidence that can ever come out at this point that will prove to me, especially in 1969, that we that we landed I, on. That. I can tell you this: up until about five years ago, I completely agreed, or I completely believed that it that it happened. Yeah, because you want to believe that you do want to. We're awesome enough to do that, which is why I think America. Which is why I think we went to the the extents that we did. To make people believe that it happened. Yeah. Because not only did we have to make Americans believe that it happened, we also had to make Russia believe that it happened. I mean, you had yeah. to have... Well, you, obviously it worked. You had to have a group of about 100 that went to their grave Here's with a different the biggest angle. secret ever. Nah, no, there's a bigger secret. <laughs> but, I mean, and we'll and, talk and, about that on a later episode. <laughs> here, here, here's, a, here's an interesting thought. What if Russia... Figured out it was impossible, or that we didn't have the technology in 1969 to do it. Yeah, and and that's why they stopped. Was like U.S. don't have it. Yeah, and and of course you would think that Russia would be like, it's impossible. Ain't no way in the world they did that, which they didn't. You know, I'm sure we paid them off too. But it's like, why why didn't they out us? Right, like they had the opportunity to out us at that point. Yeah, but has Russia ever really proved that they? Can do anything. No, well, just be scary. I mean, be loud. Oh, we're I going. Mean, we're going to nuke you too. They had the technology um, to create Captain America. So I'm just saying, <laughs> they did. They did have that. And I mean, they genetically modified Ivan Drago. I mean, if we do have our and he killed Apollo Creed. And if we do have our Russian listeners still, we may have just gotten ourselves in trouble. The Kremlin will be calling. <laughs> hey, there's our cease and desist letter. <laughs> hey, Putin, have your people call my people. <laughs> we'll talk. We're still on the table for KD for BG. <laughs> We're still on the table. Well, she's back home now. Yeah. Don't remind me. Can we send her back? Sorry. <laughs> that was bad. So, my conspiracy is, I don't think we landed on the moon. That was good discussion. I like that. Let us know what you think. 
let us talk about it. You still believe, Wes? I think Wes is more confused now than he's ever been. Listen, you're talking about a guy here who used to wear space pajamas to bed. I can look at Wes <laughs> and say he used to have like hey. I had some toy. Uh, easy, 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 easy. Whoa. Space shuttles. I, I had a toy space shuttle. Yeah. Actually, I think there was, was a, a red rocket. I think there was a transformer that was a space shuttle. <laughs> yes, there was. Yeah. Autobots. <laughs> Transform. Y'all remember the time that I've spent all that money to bring in Optimus Prime to help me host shows? <laughs> that, was a, that was a few good episodes. Welcome, everybody, to the show. <laughs> VKP. You sounded like you sounded like, uh, you sounded like Wilford Brimley diabetes. <laughs> I like my oatmeal. Hi, my name's Wilford Brimley. I got diabetes. <laughs> All right, Adam. What do you got? So now that Wes's mind has been rocked once, let's rock him again. November 22nd, 1963, JFK's assassination. The CIA killed JFK, and that is my conspiracy theory. So you think it was an inside job? I think it was 100% an inside job. JFK was about to out the CIA. I think I, he, was, he was on the verge of getting rid of them. This, this has become so much not less, not more conspiracy than factual here lately that I thought about picking a different one. Because so many people have kind of come to terms with, yeah, JFK was the inside job. Well, and you look at everything. Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald was just too stupid to realize he was the fall guy. Yep. They set him up. They set perfect. him up. And then before he could talk, because he all along claimed that he – basically his claim was I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And before he could talk, he gets killed by Jack Ruby on national television. That don't just happen. It don't just happen. So what you're saying is, is he did not shoot the president. Oh no, there was two shooters. No, See, one I, on the grassy knoll, right? The magic bullet. I mean, if you've ever watched the 1991 film JFK with Kevin Costner, they brought in trained professionals. They couldn't get it off in time. Couldn't get two shots in that amount of time. Well, the main thing is that his entrance and exit wound was not where Lee Harvey Oswald was. No, because you see pictures of of Jackie Kennedy climbing on I mean it's it's a it's a very famous photograph, her climbing on the back of the car literally to retrieve her husband's head. Yes. Um but that's not so that's not where Lee Harvey Oswald was. That's not where the uh that's where not where the depository uh, was. Like it, it, it just doesn't really it, it make just, a lot of sense. It don't add well, up. and then you and then you look at they they changed his route. That wasn't the original route that he was supposed to take. Yep. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was not supposed to be in a convertible. Yep. And they changed it to a convertible. Like all these things happened last minute. Um, and it was days before he had found out that the CIA was lying to him because they were trying to get him to invade and start a war that he wanted no part in. He said it's not the United States position to go and govern Cuba, yep. these other places. He said it's not it's not our position to do that. They can govern themselves. And the CIA got mad and upset that he was not just signing papers and letting them do what they wanted to do. Did y'all ever watch the show Mad Men? 
I've never seen Matt. A little bit. I've heard of it and never watched it. Did you watch it? A little bit. It was great. The one thing that I liked the most about it, it was based in the 1950s, 1960s area, right? A lot of things that transpired on that show were things that happened in real life. This JFK thing was one of those things. The There was like a plane crash that happened and, and, and one of the characters' dads died on it and stuff. So every time that they would be something that would come up, when I watched the show, I would Google it to kind of see. And, and most of the stuff was right on. That was a big portion of one of the seasons was nobody wanted JFK to be the president. Yeah. You know, Allah, we still get that, right? But I, didn't he follow Nixon? Or Nixon followed him? He was No, 60. Lyndon B. Johnson followed him. Yep. As, as, yes, because he was his vice president. That's right. So who came after him? Lyndon B. Johnson would be Nixon, right? Right. Because Nixon made the call from the White House in yeah. 69. Yeah. 69. Yeah. So, but they went through they went through a lot of that stuff. I Eisenhower don't, was the president before Kennedy. Okay. I don't remember if they covered the uh, space shuttle thing on that, but I do remember the JFK thing because it was a big portion of that show. And But I do recall that the people were outraged that he won the presidency. And, of course, he was only president for, what, two years before he got shot, I think? It wasn't very long. Um, well, and you look, Marilyn Monroe was off, too. Yeah. No matter what they try to say, because she knew too much. Yeah. She knew too much about the whole Kennedy brothers story, and she was killed. Yeah. Yeah, they, they say that she... Same thing with his brother, Robert Kennedy. Yeah. Yep. They killed him as well. Yeah. Yeah, they, they say that she committed suicide, but... But, like, when you hear people that knew her, they're like, there was no reason for her to commit suicide. Right. She was one of the happiest people on the planet. You know, she got around a little bit. You know, she had uh, had some bedtime with a lot of the big boys. She yeah. had quite the inner circle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's probably what got her killed, you know. Because, literally, I think that she knew too much. Yeah. Yeah. You got to shut her up, too. Because I don't remember, did she... Did she die before or after Kennedy? I think it was after. Oh, it was after. Yeah, but not long after. So, so, Wes, what do you think? What do you think happened? Oh, I don't. I it, think I think somebody else shot him. It was such, I guess, within the Kennedy family. It, like it was so known about the debacle between JFK and the CIA that as soon as they told the family that. JFK had been shot. His brother said the CIA's killed him. Actually, so when does when was the Kennedy assassination? November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. Marilyn Monroe died August fourth, nineteen sixty two. Okay, so it was before. It was a barbiturate overdose inside her home. Interesting. Do y'all hear gremlins? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what in the world was that? <laughs> so, barbiturate? But I mean, that, that can, like, I think what you said there at the very beginning was, it has been a conspiracy theory for so long now, well, and that what, it's like I don't think anybody believes that what, Lee Harvey Oswald did it. And like Adam just said, is that there's so much evidence that 
points otherwise. Like, was Lee Harvey Oswald a part of it? Yes. He was the fall guy. He was the fall guy. He he had been welcomed in. They brought him in to be the fall guy. And and, and I and I've I've said long time long I say long time. Uh, that's my Native American uh, blood coming out of me. I say long time. Um, I've I've said for a while that every good business has a fall guy. Has to have a fall guy. Yep. And like you have to know in like at your job, you know, it's Keith. That's the fall guy. <laughs> Okay, you don't have to think about it. It's Keith. No, I was thinking about the other phone call that I had oh, okay. today. Okay, um, but like every Toyota, there's somebody. Yep. That's has a high ranking office right now. That if stuff goes south, they're the fall guy. It's their fault. So, so you kind of say fall guy. One of the questions I had was, what was Jack Ruby's punishment? For killing Oswald. He died in prison? He was sentenced to death. Mm-hmm. Which makes you go, well, wait a minute. He had cancer, though. Well, <laughs> it says here that he was granted a new trial. However, he became ill in prison, mm-hmm. diagnosed with cancer all of a sudden. Yep. yep. They shut him up, too. Hmm. <laughs> there, there's a lot of those. Uh, Andrew Tate. Uh-huh. Do you all know who Andrew Tate? Healthy guy, all of a sudden went to prison, ate up with cancer. I'm telling you, I don't think Jack Ruby would have ever talked, but they wanted to make they sure. wanted to make sure that he because yeah. you always hear dead men tell no lies. I mean, Ted Kennedy was involved in a drove off a bridge with a lady of the night in his car, and nothing ever happened of it. He was elected. Well, wasn't there another Kennedy that died in a plane crash with his family? JFK Jr. JFK yeah. Jr. Heading to Martha's Vineyard. Him and his wife. Or girlfriend, fiance, somebody. I mean, that's happened in the last 20 plus years. Right. And then you got his nephew, Bob, is back in back in the public eye right now. And they don't like it. No, they, they do not they like it. They do not it. like it. And he... He's that, one of the, the one TikTok that, videos that, that, that uh, I've watched. Trump is is potentially talking about as a running mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him and Trump together. There's a lot of talk like they're they're trying to get these. So, so it's the silent what? majority. A Kennedy fire. not a Democrat? No, he no, is he a Democrat. Is. He is. And Trump is going to put that him on his ticket. Could maybe. could potentially run him as a vice president. Wow. Uh, but it's but but I say I bring up his name because. You can you can see, of course, he has he has the raspy voice from a uh, uh, a, a, a vaccine. He had a vaccine. It, it wasn't COVID. It was it was prior to that. Yep. But it messed up his it messed up his vocal cords, which is why he's such a proponent against right. just so, getting these random vaccines. So so he's very, I guess, raspy. Um, but you see him, you hear him, and you're like. JFK, like that's Bobby Kent. Like you, you're like I could see. So uh, it's it's pretty it's it's pretty odd that you know this JFK stuff and people keep talking about. J- I mean, has there been a president that they continually talk about more than JFK over the last fifty plus years? Trump. Well, Trump, that's just Trump's close. That's just because indictments that right allegedly happen. Trump's close, but I mean, you know, Ronald Reagan would have been one. Nixon, but, you know, but yeah, Nixon Ronald was but, the last you know, assassination kind of, attempt, right? Yeah. There's not been one since then. Eighty-one. 
Not That's on, correct. Not on record. That's correct. I'm sure there's been one. I mean, I'll be honest with you. In today's society that we're in with all the nut cases that we have, I can't believe that Obama or Trump or Biden won has not been attempted that we would have heard about anyways. Well, but also they Secret Service. They don't travel as much. Anymore. They don't travel, but they have more Secret Service than right. at any other point in history. And by the way, which leads me to a whole other conversation, can you imagine signing up for a position as a Secret Service? I mean, you are selected, right? That you know. If things go south. If things go south, I'm taking a bullet for this man. Like, that's my job. Like, I sign up. That's my job. Yep. If things go south, and, and like, it doesn't matter how you feel about that person. Like, that's your job. You have one job, and it's to protect this person. To die for him. To die for him. Yeah. And then after after they are no longer president, they continue having secret service. Mm-hmm. So like, and get their salary for life. They do, but I'm telling you, our government has a lot more secrets than we will ever find out about, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, when we were talking about this, like I I told you, we we could do months of conspiracy theories. I mean, listen. I mean, Area 51. I was going to say, when are we going to talk about what's in Area 51? 9-11. I was just hoping that uh, that 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 Trump may just, like, release the files. Turn on his Twitter live and just go open the door and be like, this is Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when, uh, remember when that rise came up a few years ago where everybody was going to raid Area Everybody's 51? Everybody's going to raid Area 51. Look at this guy. He's got a big head. <laughs> It's we really, really like the guys <laughs> from Jupiter. Jupiter. They're great. <laughs> they voted for me bigly. <laughs> bigly. <laughs> but I really enjoy doing this really, show. It's really, really huge. Really, but, really. And another thing, like with the JFK talk. That's what she said. These documents that they have, like, covered up, uh-huh. they've been supposed to be released for years. Finally get released. There's hundreds of pages just missing. For mm-hmm. no reason, Adaction, uh, redactions. Yeah, and then blacked out. There are <laughs> like, there's like more files coming out a little at a time. Yeah. Here the the whole page is blacked out. You see the, the first word. Is this the, is the is the is the, is the <laughs> there's a the, lot of words is, missing. And yeah. but a lot of files missing. Yep. Somebody's covering something. Again, up. it it goes back to they're hiding something. Yep. Lyndon B. Johnson was also involved. Lyndon B. Johnson 100% was involved. Because it is, it's, he hated John F. Kennedy. Lyndon B. Johnson did one thing stupid, and it's really hurting us all. Do you know what that is? He, I'm going to blow your mind because I know this, and he, you're going to be like, really? He took craps while he had very important phone call meetings. <laughs> Good for him. He did. He started the chicken tax. Okay. We were getting... We st- we were going to we taxed chickens, s- exports of chickens so much that countries did not take them in. So they started taxing vehicles. So we can't get vehicles from overseas, certain type of vehicles from overseas because of the chicken tax. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, He's from Texas, and they believe in barbecue and beef. You know, not the chicken. crazy part about it is Wes talked about that like he was a part of that conversation that right. took he, place. He's like, old enough; he probably like was. he looked at he he looked at LBJ and was like, "Hey, 
Probably not a good idea. We ought not tax the chickens. <laughs> LB, uh, don't you think if we tax them chickens, they'll have repercussions? LB would, uh, LBJ would also like to um, expose himself often. Oh. Well, we have, we've had a few of those in, in the White House. We have at least one more exciting topic for next week. I, we still don't know what Wes is talking about. Wes still is. doesn't even know what he's going to talk about. So, uh, and then I think the following. Is it potentially a, wet, a rabbit wolverine? No. <laughs> so is it not gonna, oh, well, then not, we're going to talk about the rabbit wolverine in two weeks. Yeah. So then we're going to do a sports conspiracy theory show. I, I mean, we got, we got the code envelope. Yeah. Yep. Got the Michael Jordan first retirement being suspension for gambling. Right. The Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. We got uh, Magic Johnson. I was going to do Chris Benoit, but he told me today that we were just going to do a sport-centric. That's what he just said. Okay. Sorry. Literally, he just said that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I, I'm going to leave it for that. Hey, how long has Laney Neal been the swim coach at Montgomery County? Um, 19 years, Oh, I think. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> but Magic Johnson and the HIV AIDS. Yep, it's gone away. Don't hear about Magic and his AIDS no more. <laughs> it's gone. O- only person that gains weight with the AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll say it now, and I'll say it more on the show. I think they needed a spokes a spokes spokesperson. Spokes person bingo for it. A spokesperson. Needed somebody that because it was looked at as only the poor low lifes and needed they needed a face. Yep. Uh also, and he was close to retiring anyways. Yeah. Also the Cal Ripken uh oh, blackout yeah. game. Yep. Where he was going to miss and but break it, his streak. It kept the streak alive. And the game was canceled. Have you not heard this one? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Please I've, don't I've, ruin that one. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. I've heard that one. And, I mean, he's come out and said that he was. He was missing. He was he was taking the day off. Wow. Yeah, he, he didn't care about it. Yeah. He's like, done along Don't say he didn't care about it. He then cared a, about then it. Then, of course, you got the Super Bowl from a few years ago. That the lights the, went out? The Ravens and 49ers. The Ravens and 49ers. Where one team is just absolutely dominating. <laughs> and all of a sudden, after halftime, the lights go the out. The lights go out and the, the script flips. The, the whole game changed. Yep. I'm sure if we start digging into it, there'll be more. Oh, there's more. So, but. All right. Well, um, we hope you enjoyed that. I enjoyed it. It was a good talk. Yeah. And, uh, I mean. Like you said, we could go way in depth with this kind of stuff. Well, we and like spend hours on and, this and, stuff. And and I talked with Sean a little bit about this earlier. I think that we gauge listens off the next. And I there's still some more conspiracies. I think that I would like to bring up along the way. We don't have to do them in order. But if we find out that you know we get a lot of listens on this episode, maybe in future episodes we'll dig deeper into the moon landing, or we'll dig deeper into JFK, and uh, we'll talk maybe the whole show about it. Yeah, I mean. Because we just literally there's a lot scratched the surface on both topics, and yeah. I don't I don't even know that it was a very deep scratch. Well, and I and I told you like with my topic for next week, there's dozens mm-hmm. of conspiracy theories about it. Mm-hmm. All right, so but you'll have to listen next week in order to find out what that is. So tune in next week, guys. We got Sean Wes and Microphone Mike bringing it to you from Whitaker Bank Ballpark in Lexington, Kentucky, home of the Lexington. 
Counterclocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. the worst name in sports. Now, look, uh, uh, we, I know you say Whitaker Bank Ballpark. I but 100% am going to ask him how that came to be. Wild he- Is it still Wild Health Field? Is it st- yes. Is it Wild Health? Yeah. It's Whitaker. They just said, we'll keep the names, but you can do away with our baseball team. I do do want to go ahead and get this on record, though. Just because we talk conspiracy theories this episode, it's time for me to ride off into the sunset. So if you don't hear me, the government hasn't off me. We're talking conspiracy (laughs) theories. I'm I'm still here. Hey, and by the way, since you brought something up, I don't don't listen to the show. I I think everybody that listens knows that. I don't think that I said Kentucky should have never recruited Reeves. No. You you mentioned that the we're, list of players. That we're that, taking players that we that wouldn't, wouldn't normally, normally take. recruit it. Yes. And Reeves was one of the players that you mentioned. Okay. I remember saying that Reeves looks pretty good, and, and I remember Adam saying he's from Illinois State. But, he's and not it was, very it good. It was right after that statement, though. I could see where that I. I'm just saying, and my point is that typically, if we didn't recruit him three or four years ago, what really would have changed in the three or four years that would make us recruit him now? With that being said, Reeves is going to be a tremendous player for Kentucky this coming season. No doubt. Uh, your, your, your boy from uh, – Trey Mitchell. Trey Mitchell. I'm telling you, they're not going to be as good, and I don't know they can win the national championship, but they have the pieces to be a Wish.com version of the 2012 team, especially if they get Uganda and uh, – Uganda's had surgery. He has had surgery. He's had a couple months. If they get Uganda and they get uh, Bradshaw. Bradshaw. If they get uh, Bradshaw more than Uganda, but I think – Wagner's uh, not John Wall, but he's at least – he can at least break the player down – and go to the basket, and that's something he Calipari has not had. This for four like, years, I will say this. Yeah, but the, pro- the 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 biggest problem with Wall was is he couldn't finish once he got to the rim. Well, he also had DeMarcus Cousins there waiting, so he didn't really have to. Finish. So here's what I it, I say all that to say this, and I'll double down on this statement that it's shaping up. And after after reading the box scores and stories about their four games in Canada against terrible talent. Terrible talent, but a team that hadn't played together, and right. they're still and right. and and mostly eighteen year old kids, um, missing perhaps their best player in Bradshaw. Um, that if he doesn't take this team to the Final Four, it's time for him to go. I agree with that. I agree with that because it's it's a. I team, think it's time for him to go even before t- they get to that point. I, I will say this: last year they went to. The Bahamas. You're allowed to do that every four years. Yep. Last year, they went to the Bahamas. They beat every team down there by double digits. People were excited. And then guess what they did? The difference between going to Canada this year, playing four games, beating them the way they should, getting everybody excited, is the way they played. That's what I have been griping for the last year is the way they played. They shot almost 20-some threes each game. He's Somebody has told him, you have to change with the times. And when you saw the shooting chart after each game, it was threes or layups. Very, 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 very few 15-footers or long twos. Very few of those. 
But as I said, this team's not going to be as good as 2012. We've talked about how good the 2012 team is to we're blue in the face. Okay, that's Correct. a that's a once in a lifetime type team that you assemble that talent. But the pieces are there to be a wish.com version, a, a, a lesser version of that team. And I think Reeves and Mitchell are going to be the, co- the the two of the biggest cogs in that team. Well, and I mean, Reed Shepard talked about how they talked about all the assists and how they were playing together and stuff, and he basically said, "We nobody really cares who's shooting. He's, we we, he's, we, we well, all him just and, want to play and him win. And, him and Reeves both said a lot of the same things that we heard Matthew Rowlett say, and it's more of a brotherhood. Like, Reeves said that it was playing Fortnite – with the young kids on video games and them talking about, come on, man, we need you. Like, that made him want to come back. So, Maybe this is just my fandom coming out in me. You're a Tennessee fan. <laughs> no. Uh, but Reed Shepard is going to make a lot of people um, regret that they didn't try harder for him. He was not going anywhere, in my mind, anyways, because he was a, he's a Kentucky boy. He's always wanted to play for Kentucky. But he's got... Maybe Reach. the best basketball IQ on the team. I watched. Reed, I was impressed. Reed Shepard's an NBA player. Yeah, I don't. He is probably not after his freshman year. He could easily be maybe after his sophomore, but then he could also be a guy that stays four years. NIL is going to change. Like, yep. look at the Duke roster. They returned eighty-one percent of their scoring for next year, which doesn't happen. Which hasn't happened at Duke, right? NIL changed all that. Like Kyle Filipowski, Mark Mitchell, they all said. There's no way we wanted that bad taste to yep. be our last memory here at Duke. And here's and here's the thing: we've talked about this. Adam and I've had uh, college basketball's better when you're Dukes and Kentuckys. It's cool to have. Is that right? Is that right? Sounds like it. Dang. It's cool to have. You know your Gonzagas and your you know your your Houston's and your Baylor's. That's cool. It's a cool story. College basketball is a lot better when your Kentuckys, your Dukes, your North Carolina, your Kansases are at the top. I, I promise you this. If Duke and Kentucky are playing in the championship game, it's going to be one of the most watched games in history. history. Anytime. History. Anytime Duke and Kentucky are on, anytime Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, North Carolina, any of those teams, in, like anytime those schools are playing each other, people are watching. Who, play, yeah. who do we play in the Champions Classic? Kansas. Kansas. Because Duke plays Michigan State. Oh, that's right, because we didn't play Kansas in the um, SEC. We get, <laughs> we're playing Miami. Well, because it's now the ACC. ACC, SEC now. Instead of SEC, Big 12. Yeah. Kansas plays in the Big 12, Wes. Oh, that's right. Which, which, <laughs> oh, that's right, because we were going to try to get Duke because we're not playing in the Champions Classic. Yep. Which, which makes a lot more basketball sense for the SEC to be matched up with the uh, ACC. Don't, yep. don't laugh off Miami. Miami's got good football, good basketball because program. of NIL. Yeah, but they pay their team every hey, right. I really Jim, like I really like, like Jim Larinaga. Jim Larinaga <laughs> does not go against. I like, get he, it. He'll bring the gold yeah, chains out. Like, you want it? Let's go. You know, it's funny. I he's an eighty-five-year-old man that goes and just like he's going into these in these young black kids' houses and like you're like, why are you going to play for Grandpa? It's because he's got swag. I'm glad you said his name because I was 100 percent getting ready to say John Laurinaitis. <laughs> People power. <laughs> hey, don't laugh. John Laronitis was part of our original theme song, The Dynamic Dudes. Him and Shane Douglas were Johnny and Shane, The Dynamic Dudes. That's the song that you'll hear if you watch any of our videos on YouTube. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
So. All right. Well, another great episode. Uh, excited for season three to be kicking off. And uh, we look forward to many more years to come. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.